big rocks and all that sort of thing. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Hello and uh, welcome to a very oh, special in edition. In no way thrown together. In no way done at the last possible minute. Because you didn't have one for this week. No, God, no. Now, you see, John, as the readers know, the, 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 the amount of in-depth, research and 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 preparation prep we call it prep in right right a lot of prep you see went into this one goes into this that's right that's right um i tell you what i'm gonna do john i'm going to allow you (laughs) i'm going to encourage you to set the scene because we are we've got a lot to talk about haven't we have we (laughs) well first of all first of all Headline news, seven days from today is gig of the year. Only if you're listening to this today. It's going out today. Yeah, I know it's going out today, but not everyone listens to it on the first day, do they? Oh. You should say the date. I'm going to. I'm going to. Go on then. Tuesday, December the 12th. Make a note in your diary. Uh, no, because it's the Mick Wall show, isn't it? That's right. I've seen the advertising. It's the, there's a Mick Wall show on somewhere. And apparently I've got a new co-host, John Lydon. Yeah, I can't remember where this show's happening or anything like that. Oh, shut up. It's um, it's me and me, all me, Johnny James Rock. Live. And we, we've got to do it now because it's almost sold out. So we've got to do it. In fact... Because I uh, said I wasn't going to do it. I said if it's like a kind of, you know, Iron Maiden in about 1990 five gig when no one liked them anymore and they're doing half full arenas i have no memory i don't know what you're you know you have no memory because you weren't there you I didn't was get there. You, you jumped onto the grunge you were aboard <laughs> the good ship grunge that's where you were no, I, ahoy mateys <laughs> sorry rod who you know uh, iron what no, i don't remember them sorry i can't help it if in the 90s my soul you know was tortured you you went down washington way as we used to say did i go down washington way or did washington way pull me yeah pull me down the seattle avenue (laughs) so yeah i said i'm not doing it if it's like that but now apparently it's not going to be like that so i've got to do it it's going to be packed (laughs) yeah we've got riot police on standby that's right yeah LA cops though, not British cops. Proper That's right. cops. That's right. With with batons, yeah. And any guns, trouble? Any trouble? And so, yeah, exactly. Get, yeah, yeah. That's right. Um, so December the twelfth, the West Hampstead Arts Club, rock and roll in, capital of the world, rock and roll capital of the world in Mill Lane. West, the clue is in the name, in West Hampstead. West Hampstead. He Mill named Lane. it after, the, you know, he thought, no messing about. No messing like about. You've got the Hammersmith Odeon, you've got the Wembley Arena. And then you've got... You've got if you the get West enough, Hampstead Arts Centre. Arts Club. Arts Club, sorry. Arts Club. 
Yeah. And yeah. um, I actually paid a visit there last week. Oh, did you? I did. Oh, okay. Well, it was. Um, was it last week? <laughs> How do I know? I don't know because I have weak. Com- I don't know what yeah. day it is anymore. But anyway, uh, yeah, not maybe not last week. The week last week, I can't fuck it. I think it was the week before, and um, uh, it was when I was in London, and I'd had this terrible Wednesday night contretemps with a now former agent who yeah. remained nameless. Got his ass fired. Got his ass handed to him. Yeah. Good. Fuck off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Politely, though, obviously. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and the following night, uh, m- my chick, you know, my stead, my old lady. Yeah. You know, she was supposed to come down to London and hang. But she was ill. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, she couldn't make it. She couldn't That's make it. That's what she it. said to you. A little text <laughs> arrived. You were all dressed up. You had your little boots on and everything. Text arrived. Sorry, I can't make it tonight. Yeah. I'm yeah. going out with Crazy Dave and the guys. Yeah. On their hogs. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so I went up there. It, it's a great venue. I, I met Terry properly. Well, I've met Terry before, but not. I haven't met him lately. Yeah. Um, it's a great venue. It is literally a basement. The, right. the, the venue, yeah. the gig, where the magic happens. Yeah. So you walk in upstairs, and it's like a, a long bar, very nice. But then you go downstairs to where the gig... Has he got room for my lighting rig and all that sort of thing? Well, John, I'm, I, I'm making no promises. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, it's a really nice room. Quite a long room. Yeah. And then right at the end is the stage. The room is about as wide as the stage. Right, yeah. And... Uh, it was Richard Strange was doing a set. Do you remember Richard Strange? He was no. in the seventies. He was in Doctors of Madness, <laughs> and then um, right in the sort of late seventies, early eighties, he became. Well, he just went solo. Richard Strange. Are we getting dry ice? Well, obviously, yeah, good. Yeah, good. and I, I'm not interested girls. in Richard Strange more. I, I want, just want to know what is it going to be? A, it's going to be a rock and roll extravaganza. I'm giving you, I'm giving you a visual. Yeah, well, I'm giving you, you a visual. That, I don't care what what rooms don't have the stage as wide as the room. Every room has the stage as wide as the room. Really, they're, they're all like. I don't that. remember the marquee being like that. Don't you? I saw a photo of it the other day, <laughs> and I thought it was weird. It well, was, which one? The one in Wardour Street? Yeah, the one because it was classic, when it was when uh, Shane McGowan had died. And uh, someone put up a photo of Shane McGowan that was in the crowd at this gig and that they were standing next to him. Oh, in his punk days. This is way back, yeah, yeah in, the punk, in the punk days. Yeah, in the yeah. punk days. And I thought, I read bar at the bar. Oh, yeah, Marquee, Water Street. Yeah, yeah. 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 He, uh, I remember... And it was because you went in, you went in the little corridor at the side and you turned left into the gig and there was the stage as wide as the room. I think the room was a little, wider. little bit wide, little bit wide. Yeah, yeah, well, that's not what this is. This is like a narrow. Right. Can like... you next time? Can you come with that actual measurements so we can all get this interesting subject underway? Well, you know, when you when you work the stage yes, like, like I do, do yeah. you need listen. You'll be lucky just not to fall off it. That's all anyone's <laughs> hoping for. Well, you know, oh, like... I hope he doesn't fall over. That's what. Well, know. we'll be sitting down, so that would be quite a feat if if we you'll did. You'll be sitting down. Oh, oh, you'll I be standing. I won't be sitting down. Oh, well, you'll be holding mm. your arm aloft. Like, yeah, foot on like, the monitor. Like you're a maiden. You're, whoa. whoa yeah. Come whoa. on, everyone. Come on, everyone. Yeah. We should do that. Yeah, we should we do should that. We should do that. Yeah. As we walk, come on, everybody. Yeah. Da, da, da. 
Well, no, I'm not going. No, oh, you're not going to do that. No, I'm, I'm going to do that no, on I'm my own. No, I'm not going on with. Uh, yeah, you go on and then you build me up and then I come on. <laughs> That's how it's going to work. Do you know what? I it's think we gonna, should. Yeah. And it's I should not going to be. I say, now everybody is a little bit shy. <laughs> as you know. So I want you to go, Johnny, Johnny James. Like that. Yeah. That'd be good. Uh, wouldn't come it? on, yeah. yeah. But I anyway, yeah, you went to the venue and there's Richard Strange. Da, 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 da. No, it was good. It was really good. I mean, uh, um, nice crowd, very boho, uh, which I like. Um, I felt it was my people. Yeah. Um, and uh, Terry, God bless it. This was when you were on your, you know, on your own, been stood up date <laughs> night. <laughs> this is what's this is setting the background. Well, You've been, essentially been stood up by your wife. My old lady. Uh, yeah, your old lady. Yeah. My old lady. Yeah. yeah. And you've gone down to this venue on your own. In yeah, because I'm brave In like your that. date night I'm clothes. fearless, mate. Fearless. And you're taking what solace you can. Well, I'll tell you what, if you're looking for solace, Terry is your man. Right. I, mean, I walked okay. in and there was a pint of Guinness <laughs> waiting for me on the, on the bar. Yeah. And uh, the way it was, was uh, he was sitting on a stool at the bar, but with his sort of facing the door. So as people came in, he could check their tickets or whatever. Um, so I'm facing him with my back to the bar. And we're chatting, chatting. And it's like the magic pint of Guinness. It never seems to go down. Wow. It's because he's given instructions. To never his... to let Mick Wall's pint <laughs> drop below you know, See, 175 millilitres. That's what you call a visionary. Yeah. That's a visionary. Yeah. See, us artists, we like to be Let's Let's wait and see how visionary he feels next Wednesday morning. <laughs> see, if, see if he's still feeling visionary then. The man, I'm not kidding. We have, we have lucked out with this guy. The man has a vision. Good. He has a vision. Good. So, that, so we're all ready for the show. Yeah. You've checked out the venue. Uh-huh. The stage, thank God, is as wide as the room. That was the, what we all needed to know. The, uh, the dressing room is great. You, you have to walk all the way to the stage and then go on the stage and there's the dressing room <laughs> there on the side. Yeah, okay, okay. Which, Ginger which, Wildheart's coming. He's still coming. He's not cancelled. No, no, he's in, he's in mighty form. Yeah, so uh, that's I good. Can't wait. Second part of the show, Ginger. Yeah. You know, like it's sort of like the encore or something, you know, <laughs> the big encore. It's like that's our equivalent of playing Ace of Spades or whatever. What is? What are you on about? Well, when he comes on. That's us playing Ace of Spades. Yeah, it's like, our bit, it's like the bit where the hits start. Oh, you mean the good stuff? Yeah. <laughs> well, the hits, you know, the, yeah, that sort of. Now, here's what yeah. the hits are. Um, I, I put this thing out uh Social media, Twitter, and Facebook. Yeah, you, you, you've probably heard. I, I don't see you on there much, but I'm I've heard. heard yeah, I don't because I don't follow you. No, I, know, I, I know you. Know. Well, well, I don't really, follow you. Yeah. Or maybe I do. Who yeah, knows? Yeah. Um, so uh, I've got what I was going to say now. You put out on the social. Oh media, yeah, yeah, put yeah, something so, out so, um, on the wires. Mick Wall's Monsters of Rock show, which I know featuring you, Mick Wall. You love. <laughs> No, Johnny James Rotten, uh, guest star, Ginger Wildheart. And uh, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, so I put out, I said, come along, me, John, Ginger, plus our greatest hits. 
uh, Kirk Cobain. Yes, he'll be there, definitely. The Dealer. The Dealer will be discussed, I'm sure. Saudi Money. And That's another hit. Saudi yeah, Money. Yeah. All well, you need Saudi Money to get in. Absolutely. Yeah. All in the actuality. Yeah, very good. Yeah, yeah. yeah very I, good. And Matthew Tripp, we'll talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> Ginger's uh, a great ma- conspiracy theory man, I hear. Well, he's he, he loves a conspiracy. Guy. He loves a conspiracy theory. So he, he knows will that's in, where the truth he is. will enjoy that one. Yeah, that's because he knows rocks, where the truth rocks is. Rocks biggest conspiracy of all. That's what we call it. Yeah, people still not yeah, talking still about <laughs> it to this day. <laughs> marvelous, it's gonna be marvelous. Yeah, but you are obviously because you've never. Yeah. you're not one to let it yeah. go. Yeah, no, you're, so you're, you're so see this is merely a stopgap before that great night. That's what we're getting around to saying. This podcast oh, is merely this. a stopgap. Well, you know. I think we can still bring bring it. Well, there's been a you see bring the pain. There's been a lot of death. There's been there a lot has of been death, death this week. There has because Shane McGowan died, and you're not not strictly speaking a a rock star. Well, but you say that he embodied a lot of the qualities of the rock star. He really did, and not the original Pogues drummer, but in the latter part of their career, was uh, it Nico McBrain? No, no, no. Uh, it was a friend of mine, Danny Heatley. Oh, right. Okay. He's a friend to this show. He plays the drums on that music you hear at the start of the pod. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Danny was in the Exploited, Boot Hill Foot Tappers, oh, God, loads of bands, including the latter part of the Pogues. And then when Shane formed his own group, the Popes, yes. Danny was the drummer. And uh, he used to regale me with stories of Shane. Yeah. Well, oh, okay, yeah. I mean, he. He remains the drunkest person I've ever seen in the flesh. Where did you see him? One afternoon in the Russell Arms. Oh, remember the what, Russell in, um, Arms? The pub Mornington o- Crescent? Yeah, the pub Where over Karang, the... Ra- the yeah. Well, yeah. he came to Kerrang. Well, he came to Sounds. Sounds, Sounds he was friends with a load of the people from Sounds, I think. Anne and Mary Scanlon, he was friends oh. with. <laughs> and, uh, the, uh, the, the biddies, as they yeah, were known. Yeah. It's funny how he knew them. Yeah. Um... Yeah, so and they were. It, oh, I just, I mean, I was young and impressionable. Of course you you know. were. This would have been about 1988, something See, like that. People forget that you were once young. Yeah. And they get used to seeing the old yeah, face. The, yeah, yeah. They just think <laughs> of you n- like that, you know. 1988, 1988. About then, you know, probably at the height of the. Was that about the height of the Pogues? I don't really know. I'd love to see you and Shane McGowan together. together we were, to, well, we were days, very you briefly to do, together. Do Diet Coke. Yeah, that been something like that. I'd have been standing by the pool table with Ray Palmer. <laughs> with an orange juice. Yeah. Shane McGowan was Shane McGowan. On yeah, just, I mean, just, I mean, you can't describe unless you've seen someone that drunk. You sort of look at them and you go, how are you... How can you possibly still be standing upright? Yeah, that sort of drunk, you know. Well, I think because in his in his arsenal, as they say, he had more than the booze. You see, yeah, he had yeah. other pick me ups. Yeah, that got him actually back to the bar again. <laughs> yeah, Danny was telling me one night somewhere on the rocky road because they would tour everywhere. Um, he said he took about. He literally took about 50 tabs of acid. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, as well as, you know, Everything a, a very small sherry. Yeah. You know, uh, and went on and did the gig. 
So amazing to report that he has died. I mean, you might be astonished to hear that. You didn't see that weird documentary on him a few years ago. When he had his teeth done. Yeah. Yeah, that was bizarre, wasn't it? He has all his teeth done, like hours of dentistry. And then like, he decides. Not just hours, but weeks well, and yeah, months. Yeah, yeah. And then he decides they're too white. Yeah. And he has them changed. He has them taken out again. Yeah, and put back in. Because they were, what do you call it? Plug in. Yeah, veneers or whatever they are. Well, they, no, they were whole, like they drill into your skull, yeah. didn't they? Yeah. yeah. Plug it. Pl- yeah, and then yeah. put the teeth over the top. Yeah, yeah over yeah. the pegs. Yeah. yeah. So he didn't really have many teeth to begin with. See, so some would have enough. suggested he already had the pegs. They should have just put the <laughs> teeth straight on. It would have been quicker and less expensive. What I liked was the fact, I loved that scene where I think, um, I can't remember whether it was when he had the really white teeth or when he came back to get we the only brown the white teeth. Te- yeah, he has the white teeth really briefly, doesn't he? And he does look, in fairness to him, he looks fucking ridiculous. <laughs> He looks like Mr. Ed, the tall yeah, he does. Brrr, brrr, You can see. Because you used to, like, like for, for, for years, he's, he's had either black t- little stumpy teeth yeah. or no teeth at or all. Or no teeth at all. For years. Yeah. And, and then overnight, he's got... He's got the ring of confidence. Of, yeah, he's got a set of choppers. He's got about 35 teeth on each and row. And they're all, like, and they're really all like white. That kind of, yeah, that sort of... So white, they're almost blue, you know. They're yeah. just bright, bright white. And you see him looking at them in the mirror. Yeah. And I'm thinking, and the, denti- what are you the, denti- at? the dentist good. is there because the dentist is sort of standing over him, giving him the mirror. Because it's like, I mean, if you're a dentist, this is like your Sistine Chapel. Absolutely. You know, if you can make Shane McGowan's teeth look good, look like the Osmond. Yeah, yeah. You can make literally anybody's teeth look good. He probably you, was taking pictures to put. Yeah, on you his would be. You would be. You could get look, whatever, you know, yeah. look. You know, meth heads everywhere. <laughs> Have your teeth been dissolved rich, by meth? Rich, rich meth heads. Yeah, rich meth. <laughs> Come and see me because I've done Shane McGowan. That is a calling card. isn't It, it? is, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, you think you got bad teeth? I did Shane McGowan. I did McGowan. Shane McGowan. Oh, and look up. at him now. He looks like, as you say, he looks like... Donny Osmond yeah, in 1972. Like, well, from the lips down... That old Shergar. From yeah. the lips down and inside he looks like Donny Osmond. <laughs> the rest of him didn't look no, like Donny Osmond. No, not really. The rest of him still looked like Shane McGowan, yeah. which is where the kind of teeth look... The, dis- the disconnect. The, the dissonance. The, the cognitive... Dis- <laughs> cognitive dissonance. The cognitive dissonance. You see, now Shane was a man that worked with cognitive dissonance (laughs) throughout his uh, career. Yeah, long career. One of the funniest scenes was, uh, there were many funny scenes, but so he's at the dentist and he's sitting in an armchair because at no point do you ever see him stand, you know. He's sitting in this armchair and he's got dark glasses on. (laughs) And he's got the big old pearly white gnashes and he's smoking. (laughs) And his wife, Victoria, is it? And she's brought a friend who does Reiki. <laughs> is that bit? So Shane's sitting in this armchair, clearly out of his brain, like, <laughs> with the dark glasses on. It's pissing. It's Dublin. It's pissing with rain outside. They haven't had sunlight for three years. He's got the sunglasses on. He's got a fag going. He's and got the wo- teeth. He's got the gnashes. And yeah. this woman's like, you know, ooh. 
<laughs> she's waving her arms, <laughs> dragging it out of him. The bad energy, the bad energy. Yeah. And she's going, "Can you feel it?" Shades all. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> if you get the bad energy out of him, there's not going to be a lot left. Is there? <laughs> so then he goes back two weeks later to say, "No, you've got to take them all out." Yeah, he goes, they, they, he goes back for another sort of. I guess they they sort of check how they're bedded in or whatever, you know. And they, they're talking about the colour again, aren't they? And he's saying, I don't yeah. think it's right. No. I don't think it's right. No, I need tobacco steak. Well, it, no, no, you're, you, for comic effect, you're exaggerating there. He doesn't have tobacco-stained teeth put does. back in. He does. He gets the colour chart out and he goes down a few notches. He goes, it's like, it's like he dials the opticians. It down. He goes right to the bottom yeah, line yeah, there. He doesn't. He just dials it down. Because if you see pictures of him in later life, he's still got the bright white... I mean, they don't fall out or anything. He's still got the bright white teeth. I mean, they're just not as bright as they first were. Oh, I thought he'd deliberately gone for the fag-stained... No. No? You you don't think that. Yes, I do. That's not what happened. That is my memory. (laughs) You cannot... Hang on. Are you trying to get inside my head? You're gaslighting. But you see, but he, yeah, you're gaslighting. But he's a much, he, much like yourself. <laughs> he was what they called, and I saw this, I, I hope this isn't pejorative, I saw this in one of the obituaries or something. He was what was referred as a, to as a, a London paddy. Ah. The London Irish. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So he sort of, his background was from Ireland, but he grew up in London. His mum and dad were Irish immigrants in the 50s, yeah. like my own. Exactly, yeah. Um, yeah. And many other people. Um, uh, it was, yeah. I once, I was queuing, I'm trying to remember where it was, Shepherd's Bush Empire. Who was I going to see? I can't remember. It was someone weird like Peter Frampton or something. Yeah. This is just 10 years ago or something. And Maybe that's where Shane got the idea for the teeth. <laughs> he saw Peter Frampton. Peter, wah, Frampton wah, 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 wah. Peter, yeah, Peter Frampton had the teeth. Yeah, but there's this unreleased. People don't know this, but there's an unreleased Shane McGowan track <laughs> where he's actually using Playing the, that the original Frampton. Thing, that wah, wah, wah. Yeah. Vocoder, is that what it's called? It's what the old uh, Richie Sambora uses it on. That one, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the most unsexy looking <laughs> instrument you've ever yeah. seen. It's basically like a, a that pipe that the dentist cleans your mouth out with. It's like that. <laughs> yeah. And you kind of. So I'm queuing to go in, and, and I'm like, what the fuck's he? He's in front of me in the queue. What, Shane McGowan? Yeah. Go and see Peter Frampton. Yes. And I'm, so I'm going, the fuck, man, you know. Yeah. But then I realised, oh, it's like Saturday night in London and it's just somewhere to sort of be for an hour or so, isn't it? Maybe it wasn't Peter Frampton. Maybe this is like the teeth thing. Maybe it was, I don't know. No, it was, it was, a, it was incongruous. U2 or someone like that. It was incongruous, right? The first but this, but this, is Shay, this is Shane McGowan, right? And he's saying to the woman in the box office, I'm on the guest list. <laughs> and she's going, well, like, what was the name again? I'm thinking, are you kidding me? <laughs> and she's looking, she's going, no, I can't There's see... There's no, no one down of that. Yeah. <laughs> I can't see anybody like that. Yeah. And so this kind of lumbering mind or whatever goes, goes and has a word with her. And she's like, oh! oh. And yeah. she lets him in. Yeah. You know, and then I gave her my name. I didn't even yeah. realize she saw me. She just, saw just issued, waved you through. Issued the pass. Yeah. Um, now, he was... 
He was definitely a character, that's for sure. So, I mean, he passed away, and then you were saying that some other guy you knew passed away. Well, I didn't know him, uh, but I think he knew of me, okay. what we did back in the day, and that was... Uh, we all knew of you back in the day, <laughs> didn't we? The, the original guitarist in Killing Joke, who was George. See, that band Killing Joke, right, do you say Killing Joke, like you just said it? Say it again. Killing Joke. Or do you say Killing Joke? What was the difference? Well, there's killing, it's like the emphasis, isn't it? Go on, go on. Sort of like an American thing, you know, like... Well, I say it American. Well, no, I, I'm just saying I don't, I've never known how you're supposed to say it. Are you supposed killing to say... Killing joke. Are you supposed to say with the emphasis on the two words, like killing joke? Or are you supposed to say killing joke? I can't, t- I can't detect oh, any well. difference there whatsoever. Dave Grohl and the Foo Fighters, when they did Saturday Night Live the first time, it was Christopher Walken was the guest host. You know, the guest host always introduces the live... I don't, because I never see it. Okay, well, um, you know, there is a show... Yes, I know, I know of it, I don't, yeah. You, that I don't feedback you it. have from people going, he must know who Krusty the oh, Clown right, that, is. Uh, yeah, I can believe... I, I don't, but I do now, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyway, the guest host, when it comes to the f- musical segment, the guest host comes out and says, and now, whoever's on that week. And... Um, <laughs> before he went to do it he said to Grohl he asked him how he should like you just did how should I pronounce the band's name and they're like what do you mean and he goes it's Christopher Walken he goes yeah. was it Foo Fighters yeah, yeah. or was it Foo Fighters yeah <laughs> yeah you see so it wasn't a stupid question was no it? it was a stupid question oh, yeah. it's okay. not like killing joke is it? No, killing killing Joe. Oh, anyway, yeah, go on. You need a bit of Reiki. Killing Joe. Because Killing Joke, as I call them. They, uh, How else a, can you... There's only one way You to said killing, killing joke. joke. You said Killing Joke. Like, it's all one word. You said Killing Joke. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Do you get it now? Killing no, joke. No, no. Anyway. Reiki, you need Reiki. Yeah, right. Uh, killing joke. Mm. Um, they're always one of those bands that, to me, were kind of on the periphery of heavy metal you know they weren't metal but you had various heavy metal guys who kind of like them including jimmy page oh well there you go okay jimmy page loved them although i'm sure that had nothing to do with the fact that the the front man that the leader jazz coleman had a very deep and abiding interest in the occult oh okay <laughs> that wasn't why i wouldn't jimmy, have caught jimmy's eye that wouldn't have uh, that was wouldn't even been a blip on his radar no. Um, well, they were, yeah, they were great. I mean, they were, you know, Metallica covered one of their songs. And so they were sort of 
punk metal or they, they would have railed railed against any categorization i guess but yeah. they always came over as very kind of uh, militant or you know you didn't mess badasses you didn't right mess. right so um so i'm gonna say summer of 81 oh god long long oh time. yeah going back I well, mean, 82. I can't remember, but round there, it must have been 81. No, no, fuck me. I can't remember, John. Maybe it was 80. Yeah, could have been. But I was writing for sounds. And this will feed into my legend really nicely because I, I told you. Um, and I was reviewing bands all the time for sounds and blah, 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 blah. And it was a Saturday night, and Killing Joke were playing somewhere in Kilburn. What was the place in Kilburn? There was a place in Kilburn, you know, the place. Yeah. And um, I really didn't fancy it, you know. Do you ever get that? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. What, should we go to the gig, or should we just stay here? Yes, yeah. yes, exactly. Do a bit of reiki. Um, a bit like your wife the other night. <laughs> Well, no, no, I covered, yeah. I, I, I covered all bases, you see. Yeah. Um, because I was, in those days, you know, I, sharing a flat with people and there's always loads of people around. I'm going, oh, fucking hell, I've got to go out there to see, uh, I'm reviewing a band. Oh, who? Oh, Killing Joke. Killing Joke? Everybody got really excited. Did they? Well, this couple did, yeah. Yeah. One of whom was a, a drug dealer. <laughs> <laughs> who saw their sales picking up. Yeah. He's like, oh, I'd love to go. I love Killing Joke. They're my favourite band, yeah. blah, 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 blah. And I went, oh. I said, well, um, do you want to go? You know, I'll give you my tickets or whatever I had. He said, yeah. What's the catch? I said, well, the catch is you have to tell me about the gig so I can write about yeah. it, Okay. So off he goes, comes back about one in so the listen, So you'd asked an ultra-reliable drug dealer. <laughs> they were his favourite band, yeah. he said. Yeah. Yes, I did. Yeah, go on. Yeah, go on. No, no, just checking. Well, yeah. I, to be honest, it was out of the goodness of my heart. Yeah. Because he was a proper fan. Yeah. So I send him to the gig, um, and he comes back hours later. What was it like? Oh, awesome. Fucking awesome. <laughs> You know, so tell me more. Well, they were just great, you know. In what way were they great? Oh, man, I mean, fucking hell, jazz, man. He was great. Yeah. Fuck me, you know. So I cobbled together a very, yeah. very positive review. It's a very good review, yeah. right? Because that's what you should do. If you haven't seen the gig, you shouldn't be negative. No. You no, should you, be, this is just a tip for people out there if you're reviewing. And if, you happen, well, if you're, and you, you happen, happen to, to miss a, the show. If you just happen to miss the show, can happen to any of us. But your if drug you dealer to, has gone. If you happen to not bother to, to play the album, any of those things. Track three. Yeah, track three. It's, this, is the, this is the live equivalent of track three. These are the tools you need as a to professional. To rock journalism. Particularly back this then. This is rock writing 101. It's the if, original if inevitably you find yourself in a position where you can't go to the gig, you can't go. It's, yeah. it's unavoidable. Yeah. <laughs> it's unavoidable. Yeah. 
because you are and in you've fact had to send down. you've had to send a drug dealer in well, your place that, that was sort of a coincidental yeah you know, he was a big his fan. occupation wasn't relevant at that well no, what caught my eye was that he was like just a fan huge, like i'm their biggest i know everything you know so he comes back tells me nothing yeah so I write a fairly sort of generic, I guess. But at the end of the day, thumbs up. I have kids. seen the future, you know. Yeah, brilliant. 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 And what a night it was. One of the best gigs yeah. I've seen all year. Yeah. One of those, you know. There's no internet or social media in those days. So cut to about a week later, I get a letter at the sounds office. Yeah. And it's quite a few pages long. <laughs> and it's written in hand. But it's quite sort of, um, in my memory, again, my memory isn't enormously reliable, but it was all sort of green ink and red ink. And yeah, yeah. And it literally began, you didn't fucking go to the gig, did you? Yeah, and you knew immediately you'd been busted. But I'm thinking, who's this? Yeah. It was them. Yeah. It was the band. The band. It was like, um, I mean, I was trembling, you know. Because not only busted, but they, they're going to get me for it, right? Well, was that what they said in the letter? Yeah. Like, uh, we know where you live. We know where you work. You know, it was all this. Well, everyone knew where you worked. It worked at Sounds. You need to be Sherlock Holmes to work that one out, do you? Um, yeah. So, so what did it... Was it Were there threats in the I'm interested in this now. Were there specific threats in the lesson? Was it like, we're going to take your left leg and shove it up your well I, I, I don't know because I'll be honest with you I was didn't so really shocked start I didn't finish it you know I was just like <laughs> get the right key you know so um, did you immediately confess to whoever was the editor at the time no no exactly not a pussy yeah. I'm not a I'm not a snitch yeah not a grass I'm yeah. not a grass snitches get stitches that's <laughs> that's right man Plus, I've got my drug dealer. He yeah. swears that, that he hasn't bought, the... He swears it's all true. Yeah. <laughs> I, be I believe him, obviously. Yeah. Anyway. So um, what were they annoyed about? I, well, when they got a good review, what, they, what the fuck do they want? Well, I don't know. But just, I don't know. I don't know. But anyway. Um, Somewhat naive. I think they're being naive. The, the band are being naive, I think. If they imagine that journalists stand there for the whole gig thinking how fantastic they are We're that, to, to, me, to, that to me is naivety in the in the extreme yes John, you see, just be it, happy you got a good review exactly that's what everyone wants a good who review who cares if who the cares? bloke is there yeah, who cares <laughs> exactly who cares who cares in who the end? cares yeah in the end yeah. Who, Who cares? cares if he saw three songs or ten songs? Does Who cares if you just sent your drug dealer yeah. and he came back with a fairly minimal report, yeah. but basically saying the band was all two yeah. thumbs, thumbs two up, two thumbs. Yeah. That's right. Um, but anyway, it gets worse. Um, so I, I, I don't know if I, I don't think I did read the whole letter. Maybe I did, but I immediately traumatized, blocked it out. You know. So in those days, I shared a flat in Chalk Farm with Sandy Robertson. Yeah. And um, uh, who later turned up in my book, Paranoid, as Mandy. Yeah. So it's Saturday night. With no, no one had any idea who you were referring to. 
No, Mandy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Any, any, any resemblance? Yeah. Any true any life character? To the guy called Sandy. Entirely coincidental. Co- also, coincidentally, a Scottish music writer who was a heroin addict. In the book, he was Welsh. <laughs> it's true. Brilliant. Yeah. See. Brilliant. Covered my track. That's amazing. You'd never have known. Brilliant. Yeah. So it's about. It's about. Honestly, it's late. It's like eleven o'clock at night or midnight or something. The phone goes. You know, in the days we've got one phone yeah, in yeah, the whole yeah. flat. Anyway, I pick it up and it's this guy saying, um, uh, we're on our way. We know you're there. Um, you know, and we're going to fucking, you know, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, hoo, hoo, hoo. <laughs> right? So hang up. And Sandy, Sandy's a bigger panic merchant than me. Yeah. He's like, Call the cops. <laughs> yeah. He's got speech. Call the cops. I can't do the accent, but call the cops. Yeah. I said, Sandy, if I call the cops, they're going to come in here. We're going to yeah, need yeah, to tidy yeah. up a little bit, yeah. you know? So I call the cops, and now we're fucking vacuuming yeah. like shit. <laughs> Any, anything that moves is being vacuumed. And Flushing the toilet. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Next thing. Oh, oh, and here was the other weird thing. We we lived in a in a flat at the top of a posh house in Chalk Farm. But the rest of the house was owned by a posh family. Yeah. And they'd gone away for the weekend. So we were alone in the place. And I'm I'm going Could you get onto their floors? Or could you... you know, the, could you get onto their yeah. the house? Oh, so you could just go and hide in there. Oh, I didn't think of that. No, all I thought was, how did they know the, the place th- would be empty? Right, right, yeah. Because um, you'd have to come in the front door, and then you go up the stairs, and then up the stairs. Right, so it didn't have a separate entrance or anything? No, like no, that. no, oh, no. Wow, you're, okay. you're literally part of the house, but it's one of those big houses yeah. in Chalk Farm near yeah. Primrose Hill. You know? And um, uh, so we're doing all this. Next thing, ring on the doorbell. Ring, ring. Look at I'm looking out the window to see if it's the cops. It's not the cops. Uh, (laughs) Call the cops. (laughs) Don't fuck around. You know. So we're both going, what do we do? What do we do? What do we do? You know. And we did nothing, of course, because we're shiting bricks. Killing joke of come to kill me. (laughs) And um next thing, here comes the police car up the road. Slowly. I'm going, and I open the window. Thank and go, he's, he's there. Yeah, he's, there. He's, there. he's there. The bloke down there. The yeah. Bloke wanders off, gets into his car, and takes off. And the cops pull up. I'm like, he's there. Yeah. They say, We're just come in, sir. There's a guy, a, a, a male cop and a female cop, and they come up. Of course, they're cops, so immediately they're like clocking the yeah. joint. They're like, oh, yeah. oh, I can't imagine what this row is about. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Oh, there is there anybody out there you can think of, sir, that would want <laughs> yeah. to kill you? You said, don't you read sounds? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, so that was a big night. Eventually, we went wow. to like, how do we get rid of the cops? When I thought leaving? you said, how do we get rid of killing joke? No, now it's the cops. Right, yeah. No, one thing yeah, but to... you could have said that, but you missed, he drove off. Yeah, but they... From killing joke. Yeah, but I look back now and I just think... Was it him? Well, I, I I don't know. No, I was just thinking with the cops. That's that's all oh, I could so focus on at that yeah. moment. Because there's one worse thing than being killed by a killing joke, 
it's uh, so you just said it then. You prison. said killing joke. You just did it then. Yeah. Okay. And how do you say it? Killing joke. Killing joke. <laughs> what the fuck are you on about? For fighters. For fighters. Yeah. So finally, the cops fucking leave, and it's now like two in the morning, and uh, I spent a very restless night. You know. Also, I'm ringing the drug dealer, going, "Did you tell me you did go right? You yeah. didn't see them? Like, yeah." <laughs> They were awesome. So, <laughs> fuck me, you know. <laughs> um, and that was Touchwood, the last what, time. And they I never think. came after you again? I think they were very, very clever. It may even have just been a mini cab they sent. You yeah, know what I mean? yeah. But what freaked me out was they obviously had the address. Yeah. Um, and I don't know why this is a blur. So maybe it was more than a week later because... By then, I'd started working at Virgin Records. And so I did go to work in the morning. But for weeks and months, especially coming home at night in the dark. Yeah. Because there's no dodgy people in Portobello Road yeah, after yeah, dark yeah, in those yeah. days, you know. Yeah. But, yeah. So when I, I read Geordie Died, I, 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 um, yeah, I remembered not, all that. He said, yeah, you're not going to get me now, are you? <laughs> I doubt he was the problem. Yeah. I think it was Jez, Jazz, Jizz. Jizz, Jazz, whatever his name was, yeah. He's going to come and get you now. I didn't say me. that, Jazz. I, it's John making fun, not me. I, I, I love not said anything about him. I just I queried how you pronounce his band name, I'm sure. Yeah, I've never heard... Be, in all these long mm. years, I've never heard anybody actually ask how you say killing joke. So you did it again. What have I done? I, did, I just... I... I Refuse to believe you're not doing it deliberately. Doing what? The way you say killing joke. How do you say it? Killing joke. Killing joke. You see, now you're doing it more slowly. Anyway, never mind all that. That was that was that was one death you wanted to discuss. <laughs> well, we are coming up this time of year. Of this is we're coming up to the end of the podcast. That's what I'm checking on my phone. Uh, this time of year, uh, I'm always thoughtful, mindful. I always think about Lemmy, because um, he died this time of year. Yes, that's true. His birthday was on Christmas Eve. Was it? And on and in 2015, um, I had begun writing a, a book about Motorhead. Um, he knew about it. Yeah, um, he hated it. Did, um, he, did he send someone around to your house? <laughs> ring the bell? <laughs> No, because when I see, when you send a drug dealer to a motorhead gig, they yeah. give you a fucking prize. They yeah. don't try and kill you. Yeah, and also let's face it, you know, you, you could review a motorhead gig without being there. You pretty much know what they're going to play, <gasps> and you pretty much know what they're going to sound like. And whether it or not it's a good gig is almost entirely dependent on whether or not on you like drugs motorhead. you've actually taken, yeah. and whether you like motorhead or not. Yeah. I mean, consistency was a byword, really. I remember Motorhead. the first time I ever saw them uh, in a sort of a big setting was Ailes, Friars in Aylesbury. Yeah. And it was that typical PR thing that used to go on. This is like 79 or something. They used to go on in those days where if you couldn't get people to a gig in London, you'd put on a coach yeah. and make it a big fun the thing. Fun, fun day out. Yeah, and I remember the coach um, leaving London, you know, early evening. And they had blow-up dolls in every other seat. Um, they had loads of booze. And they had motorcycle Irene 
and a friend of hers as your, as our delectable hostess. Wow. To give us a spin, Anthea. Yeah. Except it was motorcycle Irene. And she'd be like, you're going to drink that? I go, oh, look, <laughs> fucking drink it. Get it down your fucking neck. All right, all right, all right. And they're all in like stockings and suspenders yeah. and leather jackets. And, you know, I was terrified. Yeah, again. <laughs> I should have called Irene when this whole Yeah, she bloody... just sort of kissed. She wasn't afraid of jazz, jizz, whatever his name is. You're so going to get a you, you ring on the You keep doing it. You keep going, no, I'm telling come. you, these are yeah. bad motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I made my peace with them, you see. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> As I have with humanity. Well, yes. So, um, so let me know you're going to do this book. Yes, and in fact, um, and his people. You know, it wasn't, it, you know, yeah. I knew all those people. And uh, it was like, we're going to do something on the phone, another, another sort of top-up interview. And um, I heard he was really ill, really ill. I mean, I'd heard it before, but people yeah. were saying, this is it. And um, I said, oh, fuck. I said, I'll tell you what, then, we'll do it after Christmas. You know, hopefully you'll be feeling better. Yeah. <laughs> and next thing, bless his heart, he was gone. Yeah. Did you hear about how at the moment he died? No. Because um, you know he had that apartment down the road from the Rainbow. Yes, in LA. yes. He was sitting at home with the owner of the Rainbow. I probably was. Uh, probably was Michael. I can't remember his name. He'll kill me for not remembering his name, but I know who it was, and a good a good guy. And um, they apparently they bought a video game, the one that they have at the Rainbow. They brought a version of that so he could sit at home and play. Oh, right, yeah. And apparently he was just sitting there. The next thing, just gone. Yeah, yeah. That's what he would have wanted, probably. That's what you want. They people say that, don't they? Oh, it's what he would have, what he would have wanted. Die with your yeah. white boots on. Yeah. Probably would have wanted not to die. Well, yes, but it, but we all have to die yeah. at some point. Yeah. And if you're gonna die, I would have thought. Yeah, just in like, there playing the game that you love yeah. to play. Probably smoking two cigarettes at once. Yeah. Um, but like, I mean, very much like Shane McGowan, a life lived on his own terms. Yeah, that was the thing. Or people like Charles Bukowski. Yeah, I mean, just you just lived one way, yeah. didn't change, yeah. didn't need to change, didn't want to change, yeah. on their own terms, and probably accepted that given the lifestyle, it wasn't going to be into their nineties, you know. And why would you want to be anyway? Well, I would. <laughs> Oh, don't worry. I'll probably be quite sprightly. Yes. Yeah. Well, you're very those, boyish. Yeah, I'll be one of those sort of old old people that everyone likes. You know, they'll be going. Look, he can still he can still throw a cricket ball, yeah. even though he's ninety six. Yeah, yeah. That'd be quite good. It's a shame about the legs, but when you push yeah. him, he can still throw that ball. Yeah. There you go. And on that bombshell, the we, end. Well, we will we'll see you. you Oh, very good. Yeah. You, go on. We will see you. See you. And if you don't come, expect to get a letter written in several different coloured uh, inks. And a fucking doorbell ring at midnight. Were they, were they felt tips, do you think? Maybe, yeah. yeah see, yeah. felt tips, not different ink. You, if you say different <laughs> ink, it makes you sound, you know, like it's mysterious. and a, If it was felt tips, it just makes you sound like it was a child that did it. 
No, 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 my friend. This was like a 19th century detective murder. Mm. Holmes, mm. Holmesian. And you were the victim, or the intended victim. Yes, yes, I was. But thank God you survived. Yes, not everybody would say that, but thank you. Thank you. And we'll see you on December the 12th. We are on stage hard at 7pm is it so okay right great 7pm 7pm doors open at six i'll try and remember that yeah cheers yeah Yeah. on stage at seven a little break at about uh quarter to eight eight. then back on 15 minutes whatever it is because usually because we've been through this before it's got a very strict curfew 9pm 9pm It's f- You've got to go home we At 9pm ha- Well I think they have to go home But we have oh. to finish oh, right. So okay. they can go home Oh I see Okay I think the suggestion is Is that our demographic May be um, You know More of a Well sprightly More December than May Yeah Sprightly Sprightly Yeah That's what they're going to be Sprightly Yeah Yes Well we will see Planning for your next trip Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. How do I stop this, Fern? 